Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in the warm, sandy beaches of Mazatlan, Mexico, with my new friend Carlos Berdegue, the CEO of El Said Resorts. Carlos grew up in Mazatlan and loves living on permanent vacation in this tropical paradise. His father founded El Said Resorts, and Carlos learned the family business for many years before taking over CEO a few years ago. In this episode, Carlos and I talk about its 12 miles of sandy beaches, the French architectural influence, and riding pulmonias around town. You'll these three fun stories, plus a bunch more in this interview. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Mazatlan. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, a quick spin in the washing machine, and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, Carlos. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Everything's great. I know that you are actually in Mazatlan, Mexico right now, and uh, everything I've heard about the city and from the time I visited probably 30 years ago, I know that the weather is always perfect there, and you're having a great day, I'm sure. We're having a great day. The weather is magnificent, and we're very happy to be a part of this important show with you. Oh, Thank you very much. So what brought you to the city of Mazatlan? Well, I was born here. Uh, originally, uh, my father, uh, who was in the shrimp business, later on changed to the tourism industry, and then uh, he founded El Cid, and he ran the, the, the company for many years. I, I studied law, and then I went to study in the United States my master's. So I went, when I came back I worked to work for him, I, uh, I came uh uh, as the attorney of the company, and then from little by little, I was promoted into becoming CEO. So that's the reason why I'm 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 here. But I'm local. I'm from Mazatlan. I was born here. Well, fantastic. Well, I mean, that's a great story. That you know, obviously, when your parents own a business, their goal is obviously to hand that business off to you. But it's great that you actually started from from a lower position and worked your way through the organization, so that way you kind of know everything that's going on in the business. Oh, yes. It took me about uh, 20 years to become CEO. So, yes, I, I had the opportunity to learn the way you should. And uh, it's a great honor to represent my brothers and my mother in the business. And uh, we're a, a happy family and uh, things are, have been working out fine. So so we're, we're doing OK. We're a public company. We trade in the Mexican Stock Exchange, but the majority of the stock is still held by the family. So... Even though we're public, uh, I still, uh, you know, have my board where my brothers are part. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, it's great that the family's still involved like that. So when you think of Mazatlan and the people, if you had to describe them in, in a couple of words, how would you do that? Friendly. I know every time I've been to Mexico, I've, I've encountered a lot of friendly people. So that, that sounds perfect. Like we talked about, the weather generally is really good. If somebody's thinking about coming to visit Mazatlan, what time of year should they should they plan on visiting? Is the weather always good, or is there certain times of year that it's better than others? Except the summer, maybe the month of July, August, that is Mexican uh, vacations and Mexican season, and it's pretty humid. Okay. 
I recommend for the Americans and Canadians and people from other parts of the world, not Mexico, preferably to come from October on, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, and June, have amazing weather. The summer, it gets warm and it gets very humid. Okay. And it's it's more crowded with locals. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. So for people that aren't necessarily familiar with Mazatlan, uh, where are you in Mexico? Are you on the eastern side, on the western side, and about, are you further south than, than Cabo? Yes, we're in the western side, in the continent, in front of Cabo, just crossing the sea of Cortez. Okay. If you see the map of Mexico, the, there is a peninsula, and that peninsula, on the tip of that peninsula is where Cabo is. If you look at the continent, you cross the ocean, the Sea of Cortez, Mazatlan is a straight arrow from Cabo. We are 40 minutes by plane. 40 minutes uh, from Cabo? Yes. Okay, okay. If people are planning to visit Mazatlan, are there direct flights from the U.S. there, or do you have to connect someplace else? No, we have a lot of good direct flights. Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Francisco... Uh, Minneapolis, and then through those cities, you can connect to Mazatlan also. Most of the airlines have schedules that allow them to connect very well, either through those cities I mentioned or through Mexico City. And in California, in the south part of California, they fly a lot through Tijuana. They cross the border and fly with a direct fly from Tijuana to Mazatlan. Okay. Yeah, we have those those flights. And if you're in Canada, those even have more options because we have about 13 direct flights from 13 cities in Canada, pretty much the big gateways. That's fantastic. That's great that there's a lot of flight options there. So when we fly into Mexico, obviously we need a passport. But beyond that, we don't need a visa or any other documentation. It's just the passport uh, to be able to come visit, correct? Just the passport. That's correct. Once we get to the airport, from getting from the airport to the city center where all the action is and where we want to stay on the beach and and explore the town, how do we get there? Do we rent a car? Do we take public transportation? Do we take an Uber or a taxi? What's the best way? It's pretty much open like other cities in the world. There's taxis, there are Ubers, there are pulmonias, it's a local taxi, an open-air taxi, uh, normal taxis. And then you have public transportation is very good. The buses have air conditioning. They go mainly to the old town and the market to the hotels. It's a one route, one stop, very simple. And uh, just another, like another city, you know, you can, you can rent a car from the major rental firms, you know, budget or others and um, car rentals. Uh, do, we have Uber also here in the city. It's pretty much a, as whatever other city in the world. Okay. But as far as like, say, you know, me, like if I'm coming there with my wife and my two children, we probably don't need to rent a car unless we were planning to visit something that's that's outside the city, correct? Yes. And probably it's a good idea to go through a local agency that they put you a chauffeur and they take you. We have beautiful cities near Mazatlan. We have a lot of Spanish colonial cities near Mazatlan. We have Copala, we have Rosario, we have El Quelite, Cozala. And of course, Mazatlan has a huge old district with French and uh, European influence. Mazatlan was founded in the 1500s, very, very, very old. And you started as a port 
where the Spaniards would transport their silver and gold back to Spain. A big influence on the European community. Uh, it's a very European city. It has a lot of influence in, in French architecture. It's very historic. It's very cultural. It's lots of fun. Great gastronomy. The seafood is amazing. It's considered the best place to eat seafood in Mexico. The capital of the shrimp, the tuna fleet is from Mazatlan. The shrimp boats are from Mazatlan. We have a lot of very good fresh products. The Pacifico beer is brewed here in Mazatlan. And uh, the town is it's been refurbished amazingly. Right now we have an old district completely refurbished. As we speak, we're building a, a huge um, aquarium. It's going to be managed by the Monterey Aquarium in the United States. Oh, wow. The entrance from the airport is um, it's in a main highway. It takes you 20 minutes. It's very safe, very tourist-friendly. We have a huge community of uh, American and Canadians that live here. We have about 15,000 permanent residents that live here six or seven months of the year. You know, all of those people can attest of what Mazatlan is. That's fantastic. Now, I just want to touch on this, uh, and I don't want to belabor it too much, but, you know, I've been to, to Cancun, uh, I've been to Cabo, those are kind of the places I, I travel to most. You know, in the U.S., we hear a lot of stories that are negative about you know, different violence or drug wars and, and things of that nature, and you, you touched on it a little bit there, talking about how safe it is, but I just want to reassure the listeners when they're when they're thinking about possibly alternative destinations for uh, for their travel. What are t- some of the precautions that are being taken right now to make sure that the Mazatlan stays safe for for v- people coming to visit? Uh, the normal ones that you take, if I will visit either New York or Chicago or or, or where you are, I mean, just you know, just. Uh, you don't have to go into the neighborhoods that you don't have to go. I mean, you have to keep yourself in the tourist zone and in the areas where tourists are and the old district and, and don't look for problems, you know, for either for drugs or for stuff like that where, where you can, you know, generate yourself some problems. Like it's like like whatever the way you travel to another city in, in the other world, you know, you have to just be smart of where you are and, and where you go, you know. Absolutely. If you go to Rio de Janeiro, you know that yeah, you cannot wear any jewelry. If you go to to Barcelona, you have to wear your wallet in the front of your of your uh, you know because they'll steal it from you. If you're in the subway in Paris, you have to be careful with with your personal items. I mean, it's just like whatever other city in the world. You just have to be respectful of the areas where you should be as a tourist no don't don't go into into the mountains at 3 a.m in a highway alone <laughs> stuff like that yeah absolutely i just want to make sure that you know again mazalan is a, is a safe place to visit and I, I and the way you can check how the destination is all the major airlines are flying major investments are coming in from american chains westin sheratons holidays and also, we have about 200% more cruise ships to the, this year than last year. All of those are American companies. And all of those tourists, you know, go down, walk the town. And, and I wouldn't been here speakingly, honestly, about you if, if it weren't. I mean, my kids live here. My family lives here. We live with our, with our doors open in our homes. It's very, very, very safe. 
That sounds great. I mean, I'm always looking for new places to visit, and I definitely look forward to coming to visit with my family sometime soon. So when we think about Mazatlan, obviously you have tremendous beaches. I think you, I think from what I was reading and doing research, there's like 12 miles of beaches there in Mazatlan? Yes, it's correct. Your data is correct. Nice, nice. Okay, so... Uh, obviously, you know, some people want to lay down and just relax at the beach, you know, catch some sun and things of that nature, but what else is there to do in the city? Well, uh, there's a lot of things. I mean, if you are into sports, uh, you, you have all the sports that you can imagine, huge sports fishing for, if you like fishing, three major golf courses that are um, designed by the best in the world. We have the ability to for you to ride a, just a bicycle and, and ride on those malecons that are very long. You can uh, scuba dive, you can snorkel, you can surf. There's, you know, all the sports, the water sports that you can imagine. And if you like culture, there's a lot of uh, cultural activities. Uh, if you like uh, to visit areas where... You see how locals build their, their things. You can go and see the, the factories. You can see the way they do the different uh, products. Agricultural tourism where you can see how are they farming. But basically sports, nature, history, and culture are, are what people like to do here. No, The elder people like to lay down and read a good book and have a good meal. <laughs> But the younger crowds are really getting active into the different activities. You can go to El Faro, that is the second largest in the world, and hike it. You can walk for miles. It's huge malecons that you can walk. It's very nice. to. It's a city that you can walk. You know what I mean? What, what do you mean by malecon? What is Malecon is a stretch of uh, a road that it takes you from one place to another, that you have the ocean as a neighbor. Kind of like a boardwalk. Exactly, boardwalk. And then also, like you said, there's a lot of walking, but you also mentioned uh, earlier there's the, the pulmonias, and let's talk about that a little bit. Those are the open-air buses, right? Yeah, no, the open-air taxis. The pulmonias are an open-air taxi that is a Volkswagen uh, engine uh, built in a, in a, as an open-air car that drives with a chauffeur, and you, you can sit one people in front and three people behind. So it's kind of like a like a bigger golf cart, correct? Yes, a bigger golf cart, but it's a it's a car, no? Oh, okay, nice, nice. So say it's a quicker way to get around. So if you don't if you don't feel like walking around the city, or maybe you're tired or in a hurry, then you can you can get rid of these pulmonias and they'll they'll scoot you around. That's correct. So before we uh, before we get going, I definitely don't want to miss out on talking about all the food that's there in Mazalan. Like you said earlier, that. It is the kind of the center of, of all the shrimp uh, harvesting uh, in Mexico. Is that correct? Yes, it's correct. Okay. So what are some of the, the places that when we come to visit, what are some of the places we should make sure we don't miss out on? Food-wise? Uh, correct. Well, the old district has amazing restaurants. You can walk around and choose. There's about 8 to 12 restaurants that are, are amazing. Great fish restaurants, great steak restaurants. We have two very good Italian restaurants. We have four or five sushi Japanese restaurants. Uh, then we have the restaurants that where the locals go. There are more typical food from the region here on Mazatlan. Uh, also, that are very nice experiences. 
For the listeners, what are some of the names of those restaurants that, you t- that you're mentioning? Well, uh, Hector's in downtown. Then we have um, El Presidio. Then we have ha- Casa 46, the Shrimp Bucket. Uh, we have La Concha. We have the Marina Restaurant. Uh, we have the Prime Rib Steakhouse. The Italian restaurant is called Villa Italia. Japanese call it Suzuku. All those are the ones that I can remember right now. Uh, some of those are some of the ones that I actually did a little research on. And I remember Hector's, from what I understand, they have a rack of lamb that you just should not miss when you, when you come there, right? Yes, the rack of lamb is amazing. The pastas are amazing. Steak tartare is amazing. The uh, tomato soup. They have specialty dishes with shrimp. Okay. And then at, at the Presidio, uh, there's something called a, a shrimp zarandeado? Yes. The pescado zarandeado is a very important fish. You also have Cuchupeta's restaurant that is about 40 minutes from town near the airport. That is amazing. And the pescado zarandeado is it's a way to prepare the fish that is very local and it's amazing. It's really something that you have. Okay. Yeah, we definitely don't want to miss out on that one. And I guess there's another one called... Uh, El Maison de, la, de Lorenos, and they have a, like a Mexican sampler platter. Maison de Laureano, yeah. It's also very good, but it's in El Quelite town. Okay. And how far is that from, from Azalon? It's about 20 minutes by car. Very beautiful town to visit also. Very good food. Okay. So, yeah. So, if we're looking to maybe explore a little bit beyond the boundaries of Mazatlan and, and check out some of the other local, local little cities that are nearby, that'd be a good place to go visit. Yes, El Quelite and also Rosario, Cosala, and Copala. Those four are amazing. It's like you're transporting yourself to old Spain. It's very colonial towns. The streets are rock streets. All the houses are painted originally. Amazing food, but it's more Campiran, you know. It's more machacas and, and food more related to... Like in the, not, not fish, not fish food, more that has to do with areas where you eat more meat. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. They, they prepare a lot of well, meat different ways, a lot of vegetables. It's, it's, it's amazing. You, it's very, very good food. So definitely when, when, for listeners, when they come into Mazalan, you should budget like maybe a day to go explore some of these extra, extra little towns nearby just so that we can get a different flavor and a different taste of some of the authentic Mexican, Mexican food. Exactly. Way. Well put. And also a day to explore the old district. Absolutely. What are some of the things to do in the old district? Well, the old district, you have the cathedral. You have the, the old district, the French quarters. You can walk from the old district to the old Malecon that is called Ola Saltas, the old boardwalk. You have the, all the cultural events there. You have the opera theater, Angela Peralta. You have the, the house for where the ballet performs, where the classic ballet performs, where the opera performs. Uh, a lot of uh, galleries, boutiques, cafes. And amazing restaurants, as I and so it's a, it's an area where a lot of tourists walk around and they explore the little shops. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely! It's like a French quarter. It's very historic. Oh, good. Yeah, like you said earlier, that maybe it's that that European, that French influence on the city. Exactly. Well, Carlos, I really appreciate you sharing so many great tips for Mazatlan. I know I'm adding Mazatlan to my to-do list as far as places I want to come visit. But right now, it's time for the final countdown. 
If somebody only had time for one meal in Mazatlan, where should they go and what should they eat? Hector's. And they should eat the risotto. The risotto? The shrimp risotto. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, you, you wouldn't think that you're going to go to Mexico to go have risotto. So, But I guess it's that, that local shrimp is the, is the thing that's really adding that, that local flavor to it. Yes, uh, of course, I like to go to Villa Italia and have the best pepperoni pizza. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're actually going to ask where the best pepperoni pizza is in a minute, for sure. Oh, oh, good. So, Carlos, you, you've lived in Mazatlan your entire life. What's one of your most memorable stories of being there? Well, you, you don't know. You sure you want to hear my personal story? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's give PG for the for the audience. But yeah, let's uh, let's hear something good. I mean, here, if, if you're in the time of the carnival, that is just, it was yesterday was the last day. I mean, you have a lot of uh, regional music and a lot of dancing. I mean, I can tell you stories from childhood when I practiced, you know, the surfing and I was more, more in, into the beach, uh, school stories, but, but everything has to do really with the people here are extremely simple. You know what I'm saying? There's no divisions people share everything with everyone is we have influence from europe and and other parts of the world we're, we're less i don't know we're, we're, the people from mazatlan the mazatlecos you know like good music like good rock there's good beer and uh, lay back but also hard working you know I, I don't know how to put this in stories but i've been very fortunate of course and uh, I had a great family and great education, so, you know, my story is not for everyone, but uh, I've been very fortunate and very lucky, and, and I'm very proud to represent uh, the hoteliers of the destination. Absolutely. I think, I think the way you described the city so far and, and just the little bits and pieces that I can gather from your story, I can definitely see why between the, the beach and between the people and the food and, and the culture, I can definitely see why that you've built a life there and you've raised a family there and and hopefully they'll, that'll continue for generations to come. So speaking of happy times and happy moments, where's the happiest happy hour in Mazatlan? Happiest hour? Yes. The happiest happy hour. Los, many, los, in Los Avalos, may, uh, Oyster Bar, they have a good happy hour. Also here at El Cid Resorts, they have a great happy hour by La Concha restaurant. Good. Yeah, we'll have to definitely check those out when we come there. Is, is there like a special drink or anything like that that maybe we should check out when we're there for happy hour? Well, I, I, I drink beer, but uh, you have all the type of margaritas now with tequila and also with mezcal that you know is very popular, no? So we do a lot of drinks with fruit and mezcal. There's a huge mango region here, big producer of mango, 40 minutes from Mazatlan. So we do a lot of drinks with mango. Oh, my wife would love that. So next time we come down to Mazatlan, bring my wife, and she's probably going to have a mango margarita, and I'll have some beers with you. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that goes always that always goes well with, with beer is pepperoni pizza. And so whenever I travel, I always look for the best pepperoni pizza in town. Where should I go for the, for pizza in Mazatlan? This is the best pepperoni pizza, I think, in many places in the world because the, the owner is a Napolitan chef, and this, this place is called Villa Italia. It's here at El Cid Resorts in Hotel Granada, and it's an amazing pepperoni pizza. Amazing pepperoni pizza. That sounds good. I'm, I'm convinced. 
So, <laughs> uh, I know you've traveled all over the world. Uh, you know, obviously, you have your your resorts there in Mazatlan, but I believe you also have resorts in uh, let's see, Cozumel and, and Riviera Maya. So, you traveled all over the world. What's your best travel tip? Travel light. If you can travel with you know with, with your luggage with you, travel light, and so you can move faster and uh, have your 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 all your technical stuff with you and so you it can help you out in whatever situation you have and try to research the best destination that you're going to visit so you can really use the time wisely you know i when i travel for example i like to eat so i prepare the reservations ahead of time i check what type of things that i can do i'm now i have to book reservations for museums because some of the big cities now all over the world, they're so packed that you cannot go into the museums, no? But here in Mazatlan, it's very relaxed, very, very relaxed and very casual. And you can dress casual and you have no problem. That sounds perfect. Carlos, again, I really appreciate you coming out to the show and, and talking all about Mazatlan. Would you mind telling the audience a little bit about who you are and how they can reach you? And say if they want to reach you and ask out some questions about Mazatlan, what's the best social media channel they can, they can contact you on? They can reach me here in, uh, my name is Carlos Verdegue. Uh, my last name is spelled B as in boy, E-R-D as in dog, E-G-U-E, Carlos Verdegue, at lcid.com.mx. That's my email. They can write to me. I'm in uh, Instagram. I'm in uh, Twitter. So they can reach me there too. I'm in Facebook or directly through the lcid.com. You know, they can request any information that they would like about us and i will be always honored and happy to answer well i really appreciate you being being willing to share your your personal contact information and we're going to have links to all this in the show notes for for all the listeners well again carlos thank you for sharing everything about mazalan i know i'm going to be excited to come visit you and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there it's a great pleasure my friend great pleasure Big thanks to Carlos for coming onto the show and sharing his tips for Mazatlan. Show him some love by following him on Instagram at El Cid Resorts. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to show your favorite thing about Mazatlan, Mexico. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash Mazatlan. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate sponsor of today's episode. Bluffworks offers many styles to fit your needs so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code LEE save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we visit Humboldt, California to speak with my good friend and fellow boarding area blogger, Ian Snyder of Family Flies Free. Ian and I talk about hiking through Redwood National Park, exploring the picturesque Victorian village of Ferndale, and visiting the trees of mystery. Be able to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe, that way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. <music>